Hey everyone, this episode and the ones to come are not going to be the easiest for me, uh, I'll be honest with you. As I wind my time down in Brazil and prepare to return home, yeah, it's it's not easy and it's not fun to really think through that stuff. I mean, it's incredibly fun to be present in all the experiences and to let yourself go, but when you come back to thinking and to processing and to really trying to make sense of these changes, it's, it can be pretty brutal, to be honest. And to be able to just sit back and process everything that's happened over all that time, yeah, it, it can be a heavy burden. And for me, I, I think it certainly has. I found myself in such a new place, such a new situation with such new people, such a new culture, such a new way of living, new way of eating, new schedules of living, new weather, new plants, new smells, new tastes. And all of that has really shaped me and formed me. I went to buy a couple pieces of clothes today. And in doing so, I realized that if I had tried to do the same thing in January, what I would have been open to buy was totally different. And seeing those cultural and personal changes in vision and taste led me to really thinking about, oh, you know, what else has changed about me? What's different? And there's plenty there. But the one thing that I really came onto was thinking about how through this whole time here, I've been speaking Portuguese and learning Portuguese and how that identity in speaking Portuguese is quite distinct from my identity speaking English. The way that I speak, the way that I carry myself, the way that I think, it's totally different. And that's because I have totally different experiences that I carry with me when I speak those two languages. And also the tools that I have to express myself are totally different. When I am speaking English, I'm speaking from all the knowledge that I have. I'm speaking from the base of everything that I've developed. I'm speaking from kindergarten. I'm speaking from family vacations. I'm speaking from all the books that I've read in English. I'm speaking from the high school drama. I'm speaking from college. I'm speaking from the major breadth of my human experience. That's where I'm speaking from in English. And that's where most people are. Who I know, who I grew up with. Most people I know don't know what it's like to have a different identity because of the language that you're speaking. And I've had to do it three times. <laughs> English, then I developed the same thing in Spanish and now with Portuguese. And what I've seen with it is there's an interesting maturation that has to occur 
when you don't have all the words, when you don't have all the tools, when you don't have all the confidence in knowing what you want to say and how to say it, the way that you act is limited and the way that you can act is limited. Who you can be is limited because of the lack of possible ways of expression that the tools that you have allow. Those tools are words, the capacity to put those words together in order to form ideas and concepts. In your own native language, you can do this pretty easily and with, with ease. You can facilitate this quite smoothly and it's something that you really don't have to think about because it's all you know. But when you go into a second language and even a third language, fourth language, etc., that capacity of building the self is really challenging. And you go through ups and downs. You go through learnings. You go through so many feelings which end up shaping who you become when you speak that language. And I think for me it's particularly interesting because I'm sitting in this place of having learned Spanish already, gone, having gone through that entire process of traveling to various places, speaking the language with so many natives across a number of years, and seeing just how I developed from that, it really is fascinating because of the growth arc that I've had to take and seeing how early on speaking Spanish and early on in my journey there, I had this sort of immaturity and this lack of capacity to fully express myself the way that I really wanted to in the way that I could in English. And seeing myself grow into that ability saw me mature in my identity in that language. The way that I was able to carry myself, who I was, how I thought, the way that those thoughts went through my head, how conscious I was able to be of those thoughts, all that changed. It changed as I grew in my faculties in that language. It grew in my capacities, my abilities, the amplitude of my vocabulary. As it grew and grew, and my confidence in using those faculties and that vocabulary grew, I became a much more mature version of myself, but a slightly different version of myself because of the nuances, the cultural differences, and the unique pieces of that language which are not present in my native language. And I'm seeing the same thing in Portuguese, but I'm very far behind where I am in Spanish or where I was in Spanish before I came here and messed it all up. That person who I'm becoming in the language is, is, is infantile but maturing. And as more tools come in, as I can learn how to express myself more and create metaphors, string together ideas, string together concepts within the bounds of that language and the cultural norms and the way in which expression is commonly put together. It's really quite a task. And 
I'm I'm not anywhere close to where I would want to be to really feel confident and to have that ease in speaking and to have that ease in being who it is that I truly want to be. Yet I do see that I am on the way. It's getting there and it gets a little better each time that there's a struggle and an existential mini crisis within it. It's not the easiest thing to be trying to express yourself to someone and just not knowing how to do it. So you just sit there quietly and then later on you're like, I, I don't even know what to think. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know what's going through my head because I just can't piece the words and the ideas together in this language. And that's a brutal thing to have your thoughts be going and to, to have the ideas and thoughts in that new language and you really having a tough time to follow it all and to manufacture it yourself and to be able to be really conscious of those thoughts, to be really conscious of what all of those words mean and what they should mean and what the implications are because it's hard to really put them together in the first place because you don't have the internal tools. You don't have that vocabulary and that confidence to be able to do it automatically as it needs to be. Often when we think in process, it's, it's not an intentional thinking exercise every time. Because that would just take ridiculous amounts of energy. But when you're learning a new language and you're really immersed in that language and you're spending a lot of time in that language, you find yourself in that space of my mind is thinking in this language, trying to piece together and synthesize my experiences. But it just can't because I can't do it automatically yet. Because I don't have the tools and all the resources easily accessible in my mind to be able to do it to be able to pull it off, to be able to automatically sift through it and to not have to worry about what's the word for that or what am I trying to say here or how are these thoughts fitting together? And it's interesting because in English or in your own native language, which is English for me, it just doesn't happen. You don't have to think about it because it's all there. I think it's both good and bad because ultimately you're going to end up having more intentional thoughts because your mind will be drawn to them. But at the same time, when you try to really let it go on autopilot, it's really hard to even make sense of what it is that you're thinking. And I found myself there many times here. And that is a struggle, especially for someone like me who enjoys thinking, finds joy and pleasure in it. And also when thinking... And thinking well, clearly, and with decent pace, I feel I'm at my best. And when I can't get to my best because of my lack of tools to be at my best in a language, I struggle. And Spanish took me a long time to get there. It took me traveling to a few places for some periods of time, immersing myself hundreds and hundreds of video calls in the language reading books reflecting on those books having people guide me through those books and ideas reading philosophy in the language 
and having to talk about it. All of that shaped me tremendously to be able to develop a more cultivated and deep identity to help me become the person I wanted to actually be. And oftentimes to find myself liking the version of myself in that language better than I like the version of myself in my own native language. That was the goal. And, and that took so much time and toil and effort and practice and intentionality to get there. Yet I'm in this weird place with Portuguese now where I don't feel like I'm there. I don't feel like I'm fully where I want to be. And I, I do realize that there's quite some distance between where I am now and where I want to go. And the amount of effort it's going to take to get there is significant. The amount of effort that it's going to take for me to go and to make those efforts and to reach that level that I really need, that is crucial. Because it's, it's this critical point of, okay, from here, what is it that I need to do? From here, how can I get better? How much effort do I need to invest? What does that effort look like? What are the best strategies for me to really reach that point? And ultimately, when you think through what those strategies are and what it is that needs to be done and how to do it, it ends up just being sweat. Good strategies, good practice, high-quality addition of vocabulary and concepts and high-quality reflection and idea generation and idea exposure And all that just, it takes effort and it takes time and it's pretty brutal because it requires a lot from the mind. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a real lot of energy. And it brings me to thoughts about the Pareto principle or the 80-20 rule where it's like, oh, 20% of the effort gets you 80% of the way, but then if you want to get the rest of the way, if you want to do that rest of that 20%, you got to invest the other 80% of the effort. And that's where I feel I am right now with Portuguese. And that's where I feel I am with the identity of myself in the language. Which I think for me I've grown to realize is the most important thing if you are to interact and really understand a culture and a language. You need to be able to to have a refined and clear identity when you're speaking it. You need to be able to have clarity, to not have to question that, to be confident in it. In order for you to actually focus on the bigger things outside of yourself, you yourself need to have worked through the muck to be good, to know who, who that person is, to know who that identity is, to know what it is that you are. So that you, you don't have to think about that stuff anymore. You don't have to worry about that stuff. It doesn't need to be priority number one. Because when it's more automatic, when it's all straightforward, you can put the prioritization, you can put the effort and intentionality into other things, and into other ideas, into other thoughts into other explorations to really understand that language and culture and most importantly, those people. 
So that's where I'm at. My identity is, as I'd like to say, probably only 20% developed in the language. But that 80% is going to be some toiling effort. And if I really want to do it, then I've got to lay it down. <laughs> I've got to really lay down the effort. And I think that I can do it. I'm confident myself because I've already done it. But it can just be frustrating. It can just be frustrating to find myself in conversations, thinking through things where I just don't have it all there. And it's not all there for multiple reasons. It's not all there because I just don't have all the vocabulary and the ease of access to that vocabulary. And I also don't have the cultural understandings and the underpinnings from reading the history and being really exposed to the history as well as reading the literature. And from there, I, I also just don't have the, the confidence in being able to dig in there and, and speak and to just be exactly who it is that I can be automatically without really having to think about it. And all of these are tasks that require work and effort and lots of investment. But I think ultimately it's, it's really worth it if, if, if you want to learn how to develop another self and another self who you really appreciate, who you value. Yeah, it's a lot to think about. It's a lot to think about. It's a lot to think about. And it's tough because there's really not a lot of people who you can talk about this stuff with. At least for me. Being able to talk to someone about the different identities I have in different languages. It's just... Yeah, it's just not there. Not there with a lot of the friendships that I have. But geez, I really hope that more people get the chance to live it. I really hope more people get the chance to see who it is that they can be when they have to live in a different set of rules, in a different structure, in a different system of ideas, a different system of expression. Because when you have to learn how to do it, and you have to learn how to do it really well, it really pushes your own personal boundaries, and it really shapes you. And it makes you reflect a lot on the person you are in your first language. And that, for me, is so worthwhile. So, so, so worthwhile. So I'll, I'll leave it there for today. I didn't really plan what I was going to talk about, but I'm happy that all this stuff came out. And yeah, ultimately, I think that's what this podcast is for. It's for me, selfishly, to be able to just process what it is I'm experiencing what it is that I've lived and to reflect on it effectively to make sense of it in a way that can perhaps serve me a little better and if it's serving me in the way that I'm processing things is serving me well perhaps it might just serve someone else so thanks for tuning in and sharing the space with me it's something I really, really appreciate, and I don't take it lightly. As always, much, much love, and I'll be back soon. In the meantime, uh, take care. Cheers.